we'd like to welcome you back to part five of our current event in weekly Bible study for September 27, 2015. Sorry, I had to readjust the microphone there. Um, and I meant I forgot about this report, and this is really relating to the last thing. And I mentioned this before in another teaching. But this is, and I'm not even going to have this in here, but yeah, i just read this report to you. And this is just one of the many. I've reported on this. i put out links to this. Um, this is happening to thousands of, of I know, Germans, and probably it's going to ha be happening in a lot of these countries that these savages are going into. German nurse shocked after being forced out of her flat to make way for refugees. So now... These demon-possessed vessels of Satan are actually going to be getting preferential treatment, and they're going to be kicking out legal citizens that have lived in um, particular uh, housing units for like over decades, kicking them out to make way for these demon-possessed Muslims. Having lived in the same flat for 16 years, a German woman is being forced to move out to make way for refugees. Because building a new shelter is too expensive. The 51-year-old nurse who had helped asylum seekers in the past was shocked by the news. Bettina Hal Halby, who lives alone in the small town of Neum, received a letter from her landlord and local municipality at the start of September. Um, and it says, I was completely shocked. I can't even begin to find words to describe how the city has treated me. Uh, I have to go through a lot of difficulties recently. And to get this notice, it was like a kick in the teeth. Halby will have until May of 2016 to find a new place to live. Along with her dog and cat. The three-store building where she rented, I mean, she was rented. It wasn't like she was living there for free. Will now be turned into accommodation for refugees who are seeking to make Germany their new home. Yeah, right. They're seeking to dominate it and subjugate it. Now, she's just one of the people in that building that are going to be kicked out. I'm sure they're all in shock. You know, he said the mayor said that he defended his decision to send the nurse packing, saying converting the building would be the cheapest option. A new residential unit for uh, 30 refugees would cost him whatever. Like, why are why are they obligated to take any of them in? These people are there to annihilate and dominate their society. They've already proven that. The fact that you would take any of them in at this point is just total insanity. I could understand taking in the Christians or even taking in the Muslims that are actually nice and well-behaved. I'm sure some of them are, hopefully. But the vast majority of them are all young men that are there to decimate, annihilate, rape, steal, kill, and pills. They're raping the women uh, in in the uh, in Germany already, we're going to talk about that. Over, I've already talked about that before, and um, they're just doing this. Uh, it says normally only a private individual can terminate the terms of a contract for personal use. A municipality cannot move into a flat as a legal entity, so the process is legally highly questionable. Um, who uh, a guy named Jurich Ropitz, spokesman of the German tenants, said. I'm, I'm, glass, I'm glad they're pushing back on this um, some way. I mean, this is unbelievable. Over 200,000 people have shared her story, which was also picked up. Good, I mean, this is what needs to happen. There needs to be pushback against this wickedness. 
And this is going to segue into the next report by Dave Hodges. These Muslims are not immigrants. They are colonists with bad intentions. Demon-possessed colonists. The United States are in the process of being deculturized, deculturalized and having its mainstream religions destroyed. Make no mistake about it, both regions are under attack uh, in the same manner as a country who has tanks of its enemies rolling down their streets. This invasion is deliberate and it is being conducted with bad intentions. The goal of this invasion is the destruction of the economies, national borders, values, traditions, legal codes, and of course the religion of the majority culture. Uh, I have always been a person who respected and defended the rights of minorities. However, when the rights of minorities cross my constitutional, constitutionally protected nose, it is time to reevaluate my response to this not-so-silent invasion of my country and these other countries. Hey, Angela Merkel, how's that Muslim uh, invasion thing working out? Merkel has boasted that Germany will accept up to a million Muslim immigrants, and the people of Germany are in the streets. Um... I'm not sure what that means, whether they're in the streets protesting or whether they're being kicked out of their houses. <laughs> Probably both. Already the majority culture is having its culture stripped away as German schoolgirls have been told to cover up so they do not offend the new Muslim neighbors. And if you're ever traveling any through any of these locales, if you're like internationally traveling and you're like you're like at an airport like in Dubai or one of these things, you better, if you're a woman, you better bring like a hoodie and I'm not saying God can't protect you. I'm just telling you, you're, you're greatly outnumbered. And if you're dressed in any kind of way that they would say, would deem as provocative, they're just going to find, you know, they're <laughs> better not step outside is all I got to say. Because it's getting that bad. The, the savages are, are, are getting that bad. I mean, they're beheading Christians in that region of the world for less reason than dressing provocatively, you know. And I'm not saying that my listeners are dressing provocatively. I'm, I'm saying that what they would deem, like like not having your head covered. And I'm not telling you to look like a Muslim, but you can wear a hoodie or something like that. I'm telling you this for your own safety, okay? Or for the safety of your family or your daughters and this type of thing. You know, loose-fitting clothes, cover the shoulders, cover the legs, this type of stuff. I'm, I'm, just, I'm not saying give in to wickedness do whatever but i'm telling you if you're traveling in that region of the world where you have a muslim population that's dominant in any particular region understand they're probably under sharia law and under sharia law they can basically take you out and behead you and it's going to get so bad that you're not even going to be able to go through those regions even through the airports most likely i think those days are coming and so i'm not saying capitulate to this wickedness in your own country i'm saying though if you're going through theirs you, you might want to be really super careful um uh, anyway let's go further here uh pamela geller is reporting a shocking german document dated august 18th from a refugee center in hessen germany that sounds the alarm about muslim immigrants raping the women and the children they clearly state that this is not incidental it happens a lot okay this is more fruit of these same stinking savages that we just described they're raping the women and the children and it happens a lot and evidently the german government has no problem with it just like the swedish government doesn't have any problem them raping their women and and just let it go on just don't aggravate them don't do anything because they'll get mad and they'll do this or that they all need to be exterminated if they're doing that to me that's that's you you've way crossed the line not only should they be deported but these people that are doing this raping and this kind of garbage they should be exterminated right there that, that's my i'm sorry you, you could say it's not biblical well i don't know how you deal with wickedness of that level 
Do you slap them on the wrist? Do you let them go their merry way? Do you um, just jail them for the rest of their life? I guess you could say that, you know, so that they can go in there and recruit and, and get other converts from Islam in the jails when they should have never been there in the first place. I'm just saying, I mean, from a legal standpoint, you don't go around raping and women, the indigenous uh, female population of a country. To me, you, you've crossed the line. You forfeited your right to live, okay? In the Bible, in the Old Testament, that's the way it would have been as well, okay? I'm not saying we're in Old Testament times, but I'm saying, where do you draw the line on this wickedness? Do you just let them come in and rape, steal, and kill, and pillage your family, and do nothing about it? Is that biblical? We're supposed to look after the innocent and look after those that are not strong. That is a biblical commandment. I've got into this in times past, you know? And if a man provide not for his own family, he is, an in, he is worse than an infidel and has denied the faith. Providing also, in, um, the, the whole thing of providing also um, under that umbrella is protecting them. Protecting the innocent and the orphans and the widows and things of this, which is really true religion, as the Bible says. Visiting them and, and protecting them and doing good to them. Those that... that that can't do any good for themselves. Maybe they're in a helpless position. I mean, that is righteous, protecting somebody in that, in that station of life. I, I just don't, I don't understand where the men are on this. I, I, I don't, I, I don't understand, I don't know, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. <sighs> I, I just have no use for this. Um... It's happening a lot. Women don't dare go to the bathroom at night and sleep in their day clothes. According to the document, oh, I, I tell you, these, these devils, they, they are the most wicked evil. May God rain down his fury on every one of these slime bags. Fire and brimstone, that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of his doing. According to the document referenced by Geller, women are assigned a subordinate role and unaccompanied females are treated as fair game. See, they say, well, you, you dress like that, you're by yourself, oh, you're fair game, we have a right to rape you. Just like why Sweden's the number one rape capital in the world. And they're saying, oh, come over here, you'll have your blonde hair, blue-eyed Swedish girl. She wants a real man. She wants somebody to subjugate. That's what they're telling them. And they're more than happy to go over there and do it. And evidently the men there are so sorry, they're not doing anything against it. And the government's equally sorry. Many of these women, according to the document, are fleeing forced marriage or female genital mutilation. Yeah, can you blame them? Now, them I truly have compassion on. You know, a lot of them, this is all they've ever known. It's, they've been forced into this. Maybe they are like, oh, I, I know this is wicked. I may, you know, even be a Muslim, but I'm not, you know. And a lot of them could actually get saved. But... The consequences are numerous rapes and sexual assaults. Increasing also is the reports of forced prostitution. So they're forcing them into prostitution as well. Raping little girls. Women report that they, as well as children, have been raped or sexually assaulted, um, are exposed. Have been raped or sexually assaulted or exposed. Women report that they, as well as children, okay, have been raped or sexually assaulted. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is total satanic evil these are words of the germans not this commentator perhaps it would best be best if our slumbering country were to put down the remote control and pay attention to what is happening in america it is already happening in places like dearborn michigan where muslims traditions are supplanting christian ones 
this is unbelievable this next part i we're coming into we live in a country whose president will not participate in the national day of prayer instead he prays with the muslims various displays of christian artifacts are now banned by the military but not so for other religions this administration has elevated the status of one religion clearly over over another one lifestyle over another one sexual preference over another and in every case it is the fundamental christian belief that is being wiped out um of the way for a more radical religious approach and this is what i was talking about for example in fort collins colorado rocky mountain high principal tom lopez and may god rain down his fury on this fork tongue devil from the pit of hell fort collins colorado rocky mountain high school principal tom lopez has his students reciting in allah we trust when saying the pledge of the Leg- of allegiance and it shows a picture of them doing it are you kidding me what kind of spineless satanically possessed devils are, are walking walking the streets of this world i i, I paused it for a second because i wanted to just to make sure that that was actually true and it was it's true um <clears throat> i the original link though that well actually i'm going to take the actual link out um and i'm going to put a, a one that's actually working that one had went down i guess where it originally appeared and here's the one that's working so uh, uh so they're pledging allegiance to allah in colorado springs at pine creek high school principal colette back has banned any mention of jesus or christianity by students even in their free time we have become a country turned upside down. The, Islamist, the Islamization of our children is not confided to Colorado. As previously mentioned, Michigan has become a hotbed for extremism Muslim demands in which the public schools with taxpayer money are being coerced in the name of Sharia law to force non-Muslims to capitulate and practice Muslim traditions. For example, in Michigan, several high school girls were forced to wear hijabs in um in school for a class lesson to explore religion and identity the students were not given a choice well i tell you what buddy um you try to force me to do something like that you better lop my head off because i won't do it i'm not going to capitulate to you i'm not going to do it that's what i mean when i say if somebody were to wear a hoodie going through an international airport in order to not have a mass mob violence against your family i don't have a problem with that i do have a problem them forcing like my daughter or my wife or whatever to wear like a hijab or whatever total head covering or some muslim garb in order to appease them no that 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 there's no way this is different this is way different um i'm just trying to avoid problems in airports and i I see this becoming more of a problem potentially in the future with airport travel especially if you have to go through the middle east um or any muslim dominated country anyway um the students were not given a choice also in michigan a privately funded christian college established a prayer room for muslims a privately funded christian college established a prayer room for muslims where are the christian men of courage who have the guts to say no to the undermining of their christian faith funded at a private christian institution with money donated by christians unbelievable how back spineless so many people in christianity have become and i'm not talking about my listeners i'm just talking about the whole 501c3 corporate church in general 
Um, if that's not enough, in Minnesota, a privately funded Catholic university, the school administration installed many mosques and Islamic footbaths for Muslims. In May of 2010, middle school students from Wesley, Massachusetts, a public because, you know, we, we know that they're so concerned with hygiene as they throw feces all over everything and leave everything like a pigsty and rape and pillage and kill and steal because they're so concerned about having clean feet, you know. In May of 2010, middle school students from Wesley, Massachusetts, a public middle school, embarked on a brainwashing field trip to the Islamic Society of Boston Cultural Center. This facility is funded by the Saudis and is run by a Muslim American Society of Boston. While on the field trip, the students were separated by gender in accordance with Islamic practice, and the boys were asked to join the Muslim adults in their prayer. <laughs> Unbelievable. Why? Because they want to get them demon-infested with their devils. Several of the public school boys took part and they probably came away with a nice big fat demon attached to them after that in the statement of an amazing historical revisionism president obama issued a white house statement in which he praised muslims for forming and building the very fabric of our nation and strengthening the core of our democracy those are all quotes that fork tongue devil from the pit of hell had the audacity to say that i did not know that george washington thomas jefferson and john adams were muslims should, shouldn't then the inscription on our money read an Allah we trust? I'm sure that's probably coming if they have their way. If Obama would have stopped at saying that many people of the Islamic faith have made a great contributions to our country, his statement would have not garnered that kind of attention that his statement received. However, to suggest in any form that Muslims in their ideology formed America is beyond ludicrous and represents the worst brand of historical revisionism. Yet there are public schools who are practicing the same historical revisionism. This outrageous brand of historical revisionism is beginning to show up in American textbooks with regard to Islamic history and practice. In February of 2012, a study by the Citizens for National Security about Muslim-based uh, textbooks in Florida four of which are published by Pearson. Um, Act for America conducted a 2011 study of Muslim-based or biased textbooks in America and concluded that Pearson published 13 titles where significant Muslim bias was uncovered. So they're brainwashing them in the public school system. It's how important them it is for us to accept and to bring this devil death cult into our country and embrace it. This publication reviewed Pearson's 2013 World History, a high school-level textbook, as an example of strident Islamic bias. According to Stanley Kurtz in the National Review, the Saudis have made strong gains in penetrating American schools. And they're donating billions, as I've highlighted in my uh, uh, newsletters. The bleeding-heart liberal Democrats would like you to believe that we should um, be willing to open our hearts and our homes to Muslim refugees who, after all, survive in horrific war in Syria. After all, as the liberals tell us, it is the human thing to do. In actuality, nothing could be further from the truth. Most of the true refugees are fleeing the war in Syria and Iraq, while the UN data shows that many of the so-called refugees are not refugees at all. And like I said, they're all they're all men coming from from um, you know the Syrian area or whatever, invading Hungary and Germany in those countries on their way up into Europe. In, in addition, for every Christian fleeing Syria and Iraq to come to the U.S., and this is this is U.N., and I don't believe this at all. I don't believe any of this. But according to the U.N., um, Christians fleeing Syria and Iraq that are trying to come to the U.S., 
six Muslims are expected to rise. So for every Christian fleeing Syria and Iraq to come to the U.S., six Muslims are expected to rise. That, that's not accurate at all. That's not. The, the, the ratio is, is so beyond slanted toward Muslims and toward keeping the Christians or anybody that would identify as any kind of Christian religion there. They want to keep them there so they die and they get beheaded and, they, and, they're, and they're, they're dead and they're raped. They're not going to let them in here or into any other country. Only the most wicked, evil Muslims will be able to do this. Okay? Um, according to the data from the UN, 75% of the immigrants who were given asylum in European nations are men, as we've said, while only 13 are children and a mere 12% are women. If that's even remotely accurate, I don't think it is. The numbers are a lot worse. These are UN numbers, and they're, they're behind this cultural jihad. So you know they're cooking the books. But even if we take the UN's phony numbers at their face, there is sufficient reason for members of the majority culture to rise up and stop Obama's latest version of national suicide. Surprisingly, only a fifty only fifty one percent of refugees are actually from Syria. Um, the others come from Islamic countries in the Middle East and North Africa. It's commonly believed that. Many have purchased or stolen their passports from dead Syrians. Most disturbingly, these immigrants will never be screened for their suitability to enter the United States. So who is in charge of this insanity? Many have asked if there was a central figure who coordinated this conspiracy. If I were an unencumbered investigator and not operating under the umbrella of an agency, I would want to look closely at globalist, a globalist named Peter Sutherland. Here's a picture of this devil. Uh, as the possible mastermind. As you will see, Sutherland is not just the architect of the Gulf oil spill, as you will soon note. He is also behind what is coming with the United States uh, to take down the United States. And um, here is, here's a picture of this guy. Meet your soon-to-be United Nations governor. He orchestrated the Gulf crisis, and now he's managing the border crisis. Okay, and so Peter Sutherland is an insider's insider. He is on the steering committee of the Bilderberg Group. He is an honorary chairman of the Trilateral Commission, 2010 to present. He was the chairman of the Trilateral Commission in Europe from 2001 to 2010, and Sutherland was vice chairman of the European Roundtable of Industrialists from 2009 or 2006 to 2009. Sutherland was also the former head of the World Trade Organization and the related GATT, G-A-T-T. Sutherland is the ultimate insider. More to the point of this article, Peter Sutherland is the head of the UN Migration Council. This means that this elite insider will ultimately determine who will live where and under what conditions. So this devil's the one, uh, one of the main ones pulling the switches to make all of this, this satanic garbage happen and this invasion happen. Peter Sutherland's lackey in the United States is named Antonio Guterres and the UN High Commissioner for Refugees. His job is the deculturalization of European nations and the United States. Their job is the deculturalization to strip whatever nation they have that they're targeting of their culture. I'm not saying America's perfect. I'm not saying any of these European nations are perfect. But their goal is to make, strip any national identity you have away from you which will further prepare you for the new world order okay and in um it's just so evil antonio guterres is and there's pictures of all these guys antonio and they all look so evil he is the head of the unhcr and he is responsible for sending the first nine thousand muslims from anti-america syria to boise and twin falls idaho 
He is in the midst of sending tens of thousands. This man and his organization is your enemy. Here are their American accomplices. They should be impeached and tried for treason. It shows a picture of uh, John Kerry, and I don't know who the lady is next to him, but it is... It, is this why we're seeing the ever greater frequency of these kinds of scenes inside the United States? Like they're showing a flatbed tractor trailer truck with United Nations armored vehicles on them. And it clearly says UN, UN, it's in the United States. And then UN tanks, white UN tanks in the United States shows a FEMA camp here. Um, here's another picture of a FEMA camp. And Steve Quayle sent me this email. Um, it, the excerpt is long with photos of a remote UN encampment from one of the readers yesterday. This camp is just, and this is from the reader, this camp is about 10 miles north of Alturas, California, on US 395. Um, if you go to Google Maps, you can see exactly where the camp is being set up because the satellite photo was taken when the ground was being prepared to set up the camp. Note the surrounding fence is set up to keep people, um, note the surrounding fence is, is set to keep people out, not in. Um, what are these these people, I mean, he might have meant to say in, not out, but anyway, um, what are these people doing on American soil? Pope Francis is an accomplice to this invasion, and again, this is why I'm doing all this together, is we're tying all this together, this whole global agenda, and the Muslims pay a gigantic part in this, you know, no Muslims can settle at the Vatican, but Europe and America, you have no choice, it is your, it is God's will, according to the Pope, the New World Order Pope has asked for prayers and forgiveness for those who close doors to mass illegal immigration, such as both the United States and Western Europe, have been experiencing for some years. I have a question for the Pope. How many Muslim refugees have you resettled in the Vatican? Obviously none. So we have that. Um, okay, now let's go ahead and continue here. I might be able to get done with everything. Liberty University welcomes socialist Bernie Sanders to attend student body. And he says we have the same goal. Here's a picture of this devil at Liberty University, uh, Falwell's University, largest Christian quote christian university in the in america liberty university is listed among the colleges in lighthouse trails contemplative colleges list it is said to be the largest christian college in the world as lighthouse trails has contended for many years when a school starts down the contemplative path views on morality politics and spiritual matters begin to change and eventually drastically please refer to our link below in the lighthouse trails article entitled they hate christianity but love another jesus how Conservative Christians are being manipulated, ridiculed, especially during election years. Also, in another link below is to an article wrote, which connects Bernie Sanders with New Age guru Marianne Williamson, who writes for Sanders' website, according to the article. Liberty University having Sanders speak to the students is reminiscent of Rick Warren having Obama speak at Saddleback and insisting that it was not a political move to slant the election. I mean, Rick Warren has Obama speak at Saddleback. That shows what a total stinking devil he is. Interesting, at the time, Obama has promised Rick Warren to help implement his global peace plan, P-E-A-C. It's very United Nations oriented. And I've, I've spoke on that before. You can do a keyword search at contendingfortruth.com. Just scan P-E-A-C, you probably find it. We wonder what we, what's been promised to Liberty University to let this all happen. And the, the original report by christian news network says the president of what is known as the largest evangelical university in the world welcome admitted socialist bernie sanders to address the student body on politics and social issues on monday stating that they have the same goals of helping the same people in need sanders who spoke at liberty university's weekly convocation 
which students are required to attend. So they had no choice. They had to attend it. Began by admitting that he had differences with the university. He comes right out, <coughs> Bernie Sanders, and he says, I believe in women's rights. A woman right to control her own body. So he believes in a woman's right to kill, kill her own baby. Okay. I believe in gay rights and gay marriage. All of these are totally, you know, child sacrifice, homosexuality. All these are abomination of the Bible. He comes right out and says this right out of the gate. So you, so you got to give the, the satanic devil credit for doing that. He stated this within seconds of his opening speech. He says, those are my views and it's no secret. But I came here today because I believe from the bottom of my heart that it is vitally important for those of us who hold different views to be able to engage in a civil discourse. Yeah, I'm going to have a civil discourse with a devil that thinks baby murder and, and Sodom and Gomorrah on planet Earth is, is acceptable. I have nothing to say to this devil other than a, a, a rebuke, you know. What a stinking devil. Liberty University President Jerry Falwell Jr. had stated in his introduction that he hoped the university could find, quote, common ground with Sanders. What a, what a slime bag. He wants to find common ground with this socialist devil, with Sanders. The Democratic presidential candidate made similar statements during his speech. It's harder, but not less important, for us to try and communicate with those who do not agree with us on every issue, Sanders said. And it's important to see where, if possible... And I do believe it's possible we can find common ground. Yeah, let's just, uh, how can we find common ground on abortion? I mean, what, what is our common ground there? I, 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 I don't, I mean, it's either you're murdering the baby or you're not. You're either for the murder of the baby or you're not. There is no common ground. It's black and white. You're either for gay marriage or you're against it. You're either for Sodom and Gomorrah or you're against it. There's no black and white. <clears throat> This is why God hates lukewarm Christians, and he's going to spew them out of his mouth, according to Revelation 3. Because they're neither hot nor cold, but they're lukewarm, and God is going to spew them out of his mouth. Yet they think they're in need of nothing. They're, they're rich and increased in goods, and they think that, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I'm sure a lot of them think that. So, this whole thing about finding common ground with, with Satan, where does it say that in the Bible? Okay, why... why why do we need to find common ground with devils like this? Why, why is that? I mean, what does the Bible say? 2 John 1, 9 through 11 says, Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. Okay, that's Bernie Sanders. That's Jerry Falwell. Okay, he that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, which Bernie Sanders is clearly not bringing this doctrine, Okay, receive him not into your house. That's why I said don't take a Mormon or Jehovah Witness and let him come into your house. It says, if there come any that bring not this doctrine, the doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed, meaning I mean, Godspeed would be like God go with you, okay? For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. That's a serious warning. You don't want to be partaker of, of with a Jehovah Witness or a Mormon or some devil like Bernie Sanders. Here's another uh, report. Pro-gay, pro-abortion socialist Bernie Sanders given wild applause at Apostate Christian Liberty University. I wanted to say, I wanted these are two different takes from two different Christian sources here talking about this. Liberty University... You should be ashamed of yourself for allowing this anti-American, absolutely anti-Christian trash into your school. 
Um, the Bible says in Revelation 3, 15 and 16, I know thy works that thou art neither cold nor hot. If I, I would that thou wert cold or hot. So because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of thy mouth. There's nothing Christian about Liberty University Christian College. Proof of that is yesterday's speech by an anti-American socialist and candidate for president, Bernie Sanders, who opened his speech with these words. Quote, I believe in women's rights for abortion. Okay, for abortion. I believe in the right of women to control their own body, which means kill the baby. I believe in gay rights and gay marriage. Those are my views, and it's no secret. Now, I, we inserted for abortion and to kill the baby, but that's what he meant. The reaction from the fabled Christian University after he said this? Thunderous applause and a standing ovation. I believe in a woman's rights for, for a woman's rights, and he meant for abortion, and the right of a woman to control her own body, meaning kill the baby. I believe in gay rights and gay marriage. What was the reaction? And I don't know why they didn't say this in the last report. Uh, on this fabled Christian university, thunderous applause and a standing ovation. How, how God doesn't rain down fire and brimstone on these wicked, evil, devil, dens of devils, colleges and in, in, in churches. I, I don't know. I don't know how he I don't know how he's holding back. I don't. It goes on to say, nighty night, Liberty University. May the Lord Jesus Christ rain down his fury on you. I kind of put that part in. Welcome to Laodicea. Saunders, Sanders hammered home his socialist mantra of wealth redistribution, which is all about this whole global climate change thing. Redistribute everything. You take away from these and give to the other. Create this ultra poor and ultra rich class. The ultra poor class will be so easy to control. That's what they want. And his supposedly Christian audience cheered him wildly every time. Gay marriage, abortion, they loved it. What a bunch of sick, stinking devils. Oh, I can't imagine anybody putting their, their uh, college uh, daughter or son in, into this abomination of, of a university. Watch as much of this trash as you can stand to absorb. And they've got the whole thing you can watch. I, I, I didn't watch any of it. I, I don't want to see it. I, I, I can't stand this. Bernie Sanders wants to find the common ground between him and... I mean, this is a huge auditorium they have filled. It is sold out, packed. Bernie Sanders there, and they're given this stinking devil standing ovations. And he's for abortion and gay rights. And granted, they say some of the people were, were busted. There, there's no way. They, this was mandatory. Why weren't the Christians there booing this guy? Where, where is the backbone? Oh, man. I mean, lukewarm doesn't even describe it. Bernie Sanders wants you to find common ground between him and you, but unless you are a pro-gay, pro-abortion, pro-socialist, whatever type of common ground, are what what type of common ground are you ever going to find? This was my point earlier. A point a post-Christian America is a scary, scary place to be, but it is, but so, but so it is after seven years of the reign of Muslim-raised King Barack Hussein Obama. 
Bernie Sanders wants to take what Obama started and jack it up even further, if you can imagine such a thing. And that is exactly right. He does. He wants to take it up so many different levels. The applause for him saying he is pro-gay and pro-abortion starts around the 52nd mark, if you want to watch the clip. I don't want to see it. And the standing ovation starts at 2740. People will say that it was the was only his bust-in supporters who are cheering. But who can tell the difference between bust-in supporters and the students by watching the video? Why weren't the students who, if they bust in some supporters of Bernie Sanders, fine. Why weren't the students booing him when he was saying these statements about pro-gay and basically pro-abortion? No, because they have no backbone there at all. I don't see anybody. Taylor, Taylor had some friends that toured that, that college at one time, and they said it was the most wicked, they said it was way worse than secular colleges were on the amount of sexual garbage that went on there, and, and they, just, they just play church, and there's, it's all kind of wickedness that goes on there. So that doesn't surprise me. So I guess I guess you would expect that, you know, to happen there. Um, it goes on by saying, "Shame on you, Liberty, Liberty University, for allowing this mess." But there are as many people cheering in the back of the stadium as there are in the front. Are they all bust-in supporters? I think not. Sanders kept saying, "I know you as a Christian school." I Sanders kept saying, "I know you as a Christian school," and I disagree on many issues. But as you watch the video. He got huge applause every time he spoke in favor of abortion and gay rights. How sickening. They didn't seem to be much, there didn't seem to be much, quote, disagreement from the sold-out crowd at Liberty University. I mean, look at this picture. I mean, it is absolutely standing room only. I mean, there are thousands of people there. Thousands. Oh, this is such an abomination. Bernie Sanders was rewarded with a standing ovation that went all the way from the front to the back of the packed house. I guess they really liked it. Sanders constantly hammered home his socialist mantra of wealth redistribution. And his supposedly Christian audience cheered wildly every time. This was not a speech. This was indoctrination of the highest order. Liberty posted this gushing tweet just prior to the arrival of the pro-gay marriage, pro-abortion Senator Bernie Sanders. And they said, Liberty University said, we're delighted to welcome Senator Sanders to the LU Convo stage. Watch live here, and they give a link, Liberty University. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy and having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Collectively, I'd have to say, all their consciences are seared with a hot iron if they could applaud this devil. There's no booze? Are you kidding me? Oh man, we are in serious trouble. If this is if this is our best and brightest and this is this is Christian backbone, I, I this link is how Liberty officially reported the event. There's a link there. Funny how they leave out all mention of the constant references in Sanders' speech to same-sex marriage, abortion, and wealth redistribution. What a bunch of sick devils! And then the last report is New Agers back socialist Bernie Sanders as their messiah. Huge crowds greeting socialist Bernie Sanders in his run for the Democratic presidential nomination cannot 
just be attributed to the large numbers of left-wingers. There is a hardcore left-wing element to the Sanders candidacy, of course, but Sanders has tapped into what used to be one of Hillary Clinton's key constituencies, the New Age movement. A top Sanders advisor is influential and his spiritual teacher is Marianne Williamson, whose self-help books have been heavily promoted by Oprah Winfrey and sold millions. That's one of his top advisors. The New Age movement is growing is a growing group of people in America who have broken with the Christian tradition to instead endorse the notion of a god as a mystical force inhabiting humans, the earth, or spiritual masters. <laughs> Oprah's website describes it somewhat differently. For 20 years, Marianne Williamson has been a pioneer on the front lines of a worldwide spiritual movement aimed at creating a global shift in collective consciousness, bringing us right into the New World Order and the, and the New World Order and any Christ and False Prophet, essentially. Talking, taking this perspective into the political realm, Williamson has advocated a department of peace building and has created a group called the Peace Alliance to bring this about. I guarantee there'll be no peace with her and Christians because they'll have to stomp them out. That's how peaceful they're going to be, just like Islam. They're so tolerant of everyone else. Constance Cumby has written two books in the New Age movement and says its toolbox, myst- its toolbox is mysticism or altered states of consciousness which are said to draw people into a relationship with spiritual forces which are devils in the world that are part of the New World Order. The global religion to be headed by the anticipated messianic figure of some kind. Whatever this means for the world as a whole, it appears that Williamson sees Sanders as a savior of the American political system. Williamson, who writes on Sanders' for president website about the need for revolutionary power, has used her vast influence to mobilize her followers on behalf of the progressive wing of the Democratic Party. She says the Marxist presidency of Barack Obama hasn't been radical enough. Having invested so much hope in 2008 in a candidate who turned out in so many ways to disappoint. In other words, they're disappointed with what Barack Obama has done because he hasn't been near radical enough. This is how demon-possessed these devils are. I can't imagine, well, there's never been a president that's done more damage to this country, by far than this devil. But they're still not satisfied. Shows how turned over to Satan they are. It's not easy to summon our internal forces for another big wave of revolutionary fervor, she says. But Sanders, the independent socialist senator from Vermont, is a true revolutionary, she says. If we all show up and exercise our power as citizens, Senator Sanders can win the presidency in 2016. Oh, God help us. I mean, either him or Hillary. I understand the Illuminati controls that garbage, but you know what? God can still intervene, and, and I, I just, oh my word, I can't even imagine Analyst Trevor Loden has documented that Sanders, the only Senate member of the Congressional Progressive Caucus who is actually a member of the Democratic Socialists of America, an organization that backed Obama's political career and works openly with communist groups. The DSA works very closely with three of America's leading communist groups. The Maoist-leaning, like Maoist, like Mao, President Mao of China, the Maoist-leaning freedom Rhodes Socialist Organization, the Old Guard Communist Party USA, and the CPUSA spin-off committees of the Correspondence for Democracy and Socialism. Notes London. The four groups have, have even seriously considered merging in recent years. 
So that's what I haven't ever mentioned Bernie Sanders, and I really wasn't even planning on getting into anything on him. But the fact that Liberty University brought him in and had them and then received thundering applause. It's like, how can you not pray for God's judgment on this country? You know, we're, we're, we're collectively, and I don't mean like the remnant, my listeners, but collectively we're begging for it. We're begging to have Islam come in here, rape, steal, kill, and pillage, set off nukes, and everything else. We're, we're, we're begging for it. I, I mean, I, I can't even comprehend this. You, uh, This guy's a socialist. Openly pro-abortion, openly pro, pro-homosexual, states that right out of the gate and gets thundering applause and accolades from Liberty University. How sorry could you be? How, how collectively turned over to a reprobate mind and having your conscience seared with a hot iron could you be? Because I can come to no other conclusion than that. I just wonder if anybody screamed out in, against this guy in that audience. Probably not. I'm, I just, I don't know. Um, yeah, we, we've got some really heavy-duty, dark times ahead. And, and regardless of if anything, and, and so far, I'm, the, I'm, I'm like at 2 or 5 in the morning now. Um, and just to check CNN here, just to see if the world's imploded from the blood moon. Um I don't think it has. I mean, I'm still sitting here doing a broadcast and nothing cataclysmic's happened yet. Um, no, but it, rare supermoon eclipse brings wonder, but not apocalypse, even even um, CNN. So again, that was one of the last things that, you know, I know there's the Feast of the Trumpets, but that was one of the last things where, you know, all of these internet prophets and these were saying that you're going to have the rapture, you're going to have some global catastrophe and i'm not saying that's not coming at some point okay particularly on the catastrophic side or whatever um but there's so many people that to me have been absolutely discredited mark these people understand that we're in the greatest time of deception the world's ever known the bible says in second timothy 3 13 that evil men and seducers shall wax that word means grow worse and worse deceiving and being deceived and this is what we're getting and we're and we're having people that just are lapping up the deception they love to be deceived they want it they have no love for the truth and because of that according to second thessalonians chapter 2 god is going to send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness when you have a group of of, I don't know how many are in that auditorium, 10,000 people, and they are cheering this guy on. You are taking pleasure in unrighteousness. And I don't see how there's very few of them could actually be really saved if that is what they're doing, if they're that deceived, if they're going along with that. I, I don't see how they could be. It would have to be an incredibly small percentage. I don't know. That's between them and God. But the Bible says, by their fruits you shall know them. And if they're doing that, if they're cheering somebody like Bernie Sanders on and they're not being chastened of God, well, then they're bastards according to the Bible. They're producing wicked fruit. They're lukewarm. God's going to spew them out of his mouth. And I'm not saying that because I think I'm perfect. But, I mean, it's obvious, though, that it needs to be spoken against. He needs to be rebuked. That this They should not let this stuff go on in 
supposed Christian universities. Oh. Here it says Pentagon implanting chips in soldiers' brains. This just came out on uh, Drudge Report, so that's that's great. So now they're they're turning the uh, troops into cyborgs, which is all part of the transhumanism movement. And the, and 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 the people in the military are always the first ones that that get it because they're they have no right over their their body at all. They they own you lock stock and barrel if you get in the military. That's why I would never advise anybody going the military. But between the vaccines and now the microchips and all the other satanic garbage they're going to subject you to. Anyway, um, that's all I have for today, and I'm just about out of time anyway. So uh, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. I do thank you for letting us come together again, Lord, to do another teaching. And I, I pray God you'd use it for your glory. This ministry for your glory, I pray you, you'd bless my listeners, Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over them. I pray your angels encamp around about them, Lord. I pray you strengthen them for the battles that we are facing, the battles that are to come. I pray, pray you bless their families, Lord. I pray the fear of God be upon all of us. And, and that you empower us to go forward, Lord, and to do your will, to be bold for the Lord Jesus Christ, to not shriek back and, and to have no fear of man, but to only fear God. The fear of man bringeth a snare, according to your word. And I pray for much as myself as I would my listeners, Lord. I do pray, God, we have humility before you and before our fellow man. But at the same time, I also pray you give us a backbone, like a redwood, in order to face whatever evil uh, things that, that are coming our way. And that we would act appropriately in whatever situation that we're, we're presented in, Lord. And um, whether that's to defend the, uh, the helpless or the orphans or the widows or, or whatever that may be, Lord, or our family, I just pray to God that the, the men of this world, the Christian remnant that you have, I pray to God you would add to it, increase it, Lord, increase the, the Christians, the true born-again Christians. I pray to God there would much prayer would go up regarding these issues that we've covered today and in times past. And that blind eyes would be open, Lord God, and, and, and that many would be saved as a result of what you would do through your remnant, that your name be glorified through it, that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in humility, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.